When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Because Rock's not dead. That's right. It's hiding. Oh, wait. I'm stealing That's someone right. else's That's tagline. <laughs> I owe Cobras and Fire $5. Sorry. Put it on the crowdfunding. This is a new show. This is a new day. This is a new year. Welcome to today. <laughs> You are listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast Network. Now relax and free ball with your hosts, Loose Cannon and Baco. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Loose Cannon, along with the impromptu Baco. How are you, sir? I am well. How are you? Uh, wasn't expecting to talk to you today. Uh, me as well. Uh, that definitely did not expect this, but we figured, why not? You've been, <laughs> I, you've been going. I, th- I thought for sure this was a, a blackout date on my calendar of do not talk to loose. <laughs> People at home don't realize this, but you have me on a pretty short lease on, on day, leash on days that you'll, you'll agree to speak with me. That is true. We have a very limited ivory castle. <laughs> you are not allowed to call before 10 a.m. or after uh, 6 p.m. unless there is a Danko Jones interview. There'll yeah. be lots of lots of rules, but uh, yeah, so right. we figured <laughs> we're already talking on top of each other. Well done, Al- two alpha dogs, as you've said, correct? Mm-hmm. What did you just say that I talked on top of you for? What did I just? Oh, I was. I said the rules are on your end. Yes, yes. It wasn't key to the... By the way, when I interrupt you, I can tell you it's almost never anything but uh, nonsense. Actually, <laughs> actually, everything I say, now that I think about it. Yeah, uh, on, on my end too, but let's kick this off. I mean, I mean, the reason we decided to do an impromptu one is, well, I needed the uh, the release. Is This gives me uh, a high satisfaction level. Some time and away the, from your family, which just drags you down from what I understand. <laughs> I go that far, but it's nice to have the separation of <laughs> the separation of, of church and state. And I've done a lot. I've had some uh, professional things this week that have been exhausting, yeah. and, and and things of that nature. But yeah, we had you know you've been you've been quite the concert attender lately. And there's uh, why don't we kind of you know give a little structure to what we're talking about today. We're going to get into the Monstrosity tour, correct? You wanted to hear some of the highlights of that deal. Yeah, why don't you just give uh, the band the band list to you? Just saw that last night. Yes, yes, yes. So it's fresh, people. This is fresh, uh, fresh brain cells. So uh, Max Sabbath was the headliner. Um, <laughs> before them was Metalachi, and then okay. the second to opening act was Oakley Dokley. And the whole thing started off with I'm not going to tease anybody. We'll get into it. But the, uh, Metallica. 
And you can probably figure out which most of those bands do. I didn't get the Metallica at first, but then I, after I saw the picture, I did. I didn't even. I was like, Metallica. What is that about? So that's, that sounds fan. <laughs> it looks fantastic, and I, I have lots of questions for that one. It's a nice shot, isn't it? Oh, it's great. Yeah, they so, just started following me on Instagram. They must have liked it too. Oh my god! I just can't believe there's four clown bands like that all together. They must have a heck of a night. Yeah, there's an so, oddity to it too, but I'll share it for this uh, when we get into it. Okay, so we've got that, and then what's another concert you attended? I went to Bobaflex uh, a week ago tomorrow. It's a band we've never talked about before. No, no. Have you ever heard of them? They're really good. <laughs> but you had an interview? Yeah, I interviewed Marty McCoy, um, who was one of my first interviews ever for Decibel Geek. I think it went Jack Russell and then him. Uh, but and I've inter- I, We did a, uh, a longer sit-down with his brother, as you know, for our Bubble Flex uh, episode last summer. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, and I was originally scheduled for Sean, but we got Marty. Uh, they were both feeling sick, but Marty less so. So, yeah, he was the one who sat down with me. And I think I got a pretty cool interview. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I heard the, the full interview and lots of uh, amusement. Yeah, thanks for your help. Uh, huh? Thanks for your help on that, too. You know, like tossing ideas back and forth, but. Oh yeah, no, we got we got some good stuff on there. Is is a non-standard interview is normal. It's good to hear they have a new refrigerator in the bus. Yes, well. indeed. Yeah, but they're out of uh, jalapeno mustard. If anybody's on an upcoming tour stop, they could use a gallon. <laughs> so why don't you cue the theme music? We're going to talk about our Cobras on Fire. Of okay. The week. No, but remember we 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 throw the theme music in between the announcement. This week's yeah, Cobra I, I, on Fire l- is... Listen, Baco, I don't know why you're giving me so much shit. I'm saying cue it up. I didn't say to play it. I said cue it up. You know, you're so technical with words that mean things. Continue. For this week's Cobra on Fire, we give you... I'm going to mess this up. Galasic. I think that's right. Or yeah. Galasic. One Gal- of the two. Galasic. I mean, its first name is Ivan, so maybe it's... yeah. So before we get into our first topic, let's listen to some music. What do you say? Yeah, what you got, loose. Yeah, so so pretty much this episode, we're playing a lot of lesser-known bands, new releases. I've, I've pretty much generated a 2017 playlist where I start vetting a lot of bands. And one of the bands I've never heard of before... Um, they are called Earworms, and they have a track that I that has definitely made my list, and it's called Radical.
we'll talk about the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo first, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll get to some music. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, Chris Sinzak and BJ Cramp or or Cramp or whatever Cramp. his name is from the Rock and or Roll podcast and uh, guests on many different shows. They are both. I'm sure there's other organizers too to this, but those are the two that are on the uh, GoFundMe page. Uh, this is quite. Before I even go into this, this is quite an ambitious uh, task that these these people are doing. Don't you agree? Oh hell yeah, yeah. I mean, what are, your, what are your thoughts on this before we break down what it is exactly? If you build it, they will come. Or if you book it, they will come. Uh, yeah, you know what? It is ambitious, but loose. Not everybody's as lazy as us, okay? Some, some people have dreams and goals. Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, it's Don't. crazy. I think it's a great idea, though. Um, yeah, it's uh, it should be kind of fun. It's kind of grown into a couple other things that uh, what is initially planned for, but that kind of is natural with any of these things. It's, it's the first time they're doing it, so as you get going, you start thinking we should do this. We should do that. All that good stuff. Yeah, it's the Rock and Pod Expo. Why don't you break down what it is, Luce? Yeah, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to, and I definitely want to promote this. It, <clears throat> I'm just going to read from their go. They have a GoFundMe page, and I should just start that. Six days ago, they they posted this, the GoFundMe page. Okay, and they needed fifteen hundred dollars alone just to get the venue. Yeah, and. It has already exceeded that. The venue was paid, and now it's over. I just printed it out. Um, so as of today, uh, today being March 10th, it is $2,010 of a $10,000 goal. Right on. That's incredible. And that all kind of – so I'm just going to break down what it is now. So on August 26th, because this is for both podcasters and all listeners to basically get together and party – with some organizations. So it's on well, August Well, I mean, 20- they're going to be doing some podcast events. I think there's going to be some live music. Well, why don't you, you know what, before yeah. I interject, why don't you read the description you were going to read? Yes. That would make sense, wouldn't yeah. you say, sir? Okay, yeah. Jesus. God. On August 26th. <laughs> on <Yeah>. August 26th. <laughs> Can I get to this? My I'm God. Lo- I'm loose cannon. I get cranky in the afternoon. <laughs> need a nap? Jesus. On August 26, 2017, I'm done with that voice, rock and roll podcasters from across North America will converge on Nashville. I think that means basically America and one Canadian will will converge on Nashville for one (laughs) very special event, the Rock and Pod Expo at Millennium Hall. And we hope you'll find us. I'm not sure if it's even at Millennium Hall anymore because that, that place that they showed did not look like it should have Millennium in front of it. But um Attendees of this event will get to hang with the hosts and have the opportunity to witness episodes recorded live by some of the following podcasts. You ready? So if you're listening to any of these, this this might be of interest to you, both as a listener, I mean, as a listener. So Decibel Geek, Pods and Sods, Pod Kissed, The Rock and Roll Geek Show, Rock Solid. And by the way, I just heard a Rock and Roll Geek Show episode uh, that came out and he was promoting the hell of it too. Um, so Rock Solid, Rock and Metal Combat, The Classic Metal Show. Double Stop, The Hustle, Rock and or Roll, Kistery Science Theater, Kiss Room, Kiss Facts, Kiss My Wax, my goodness. Zilch, a Monka's podcast, your favorite, right? Yeah. Cheap Trick, oh, I always fuck this up. Cheap Talk with Trick Chat. My God, is that a tongue twister? That's Ooh, like Susie. Cheap Talk with Trick Tack. That's like a Susie sells seashells by the seashore. 
Uh, anyway, wah, that's wah, another. <laughs> that's another podcast. Uh, Cobras and Fire. I've heard of them. Yeah, we're pretty Talk- far down the list. Jeez. Yeah, jeez, man. Like an, <laughs> like an afterthought to these motherfuckers. I mean, come on. We're the bastards of Decibel Geek. We should be able- You know what this is? We are actually on the. the this is the seeing eye chart. And we're at the bottom. Ah, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. my God. We're the ones Good. you want to come early for. And listen, look, look who else is a, a uh, seeing eye chart band. Um, for, like on a fest. Talk to me. Damn it. Ro- that's that's rock- just disrespectful. I know. Rock Strikes 10. Joey's going to be oh upset about God. that. Oh, my God. Podcast Rock City, that dandy classic music hour. I don't know that one. Ages of Rock and maybe more. You know so, what? And you know they're going to come back with some bullshit like, we just made the list. It wasn't like that. But you notice it starts with fucking Decibel Geek. <laughs> yeah, but listen to this. How about this? Oh, but yeah, know, there's and, probably and a movies. reason for that. We, we might have a little ways to go. Mm, yeah. Uh, listen. Podcast Gold, episode 70, we're recording. Come on. but uh, Hey, I'm very proud of what we do, but uh, we got, uh, they, they might have a few more people that tune into them. <laughs> yes. A couple more. But I was to say, you know, when they do that. I'm just the, joking, is all I'm saying. Listen to me. Listen the, to you. The, a way of doing that correctly would have been doing it alphabetical. That's what they do in movies, just mm. to make sure there's no ego involved. That's okay. We're, we'll rise to the occasion. Yeah, we well, understand, Senzak. I actually you're, you're prefer sh- it this way because then we can complain about something totally innocuous, which is at least for me, uh, right up my alley. <sighs> innocuous gymnasium. Mm. There will be. There will also be vinyl and memorabilia fender. <laughs> Say fenders. that again. Vendors on site. Q and A sessions. All the shit and- you give me for the way I pronounce certain words. Memorabilia. 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 David LaRoth. Anyway, a ch- uh, cer- certain rock, certain rock celebrities. Um, this is I think that's so good. It is certain rock celebrities. So that would be um, possibly Mark Slaughter, <laughs> and uh, who else would be the rock celebrity? Let's see. Oh, who the um, fuck? Did, the singer from Tora Tora, which uh, this, you have to throw in that he's the singer from Tora Tora to uh, know who the hell they're talking about, uh, and uh, I, I pr- possibly. Uh, What's that thing that like a uh, monster midget? Who's that guy from Canada? The, their monster friend? midget, monster midget, or killer dwarf? Killer dwarf. Oh, sorry. killer mon- Like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure you got those two confused. I apologize. Anyone who contributes diamonds. Uh, <laughs> hey, we should do our part and get uh, somebody from Bobaflex there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And a member of Wilson. We from know. Wilson. We know musicians that aren't that famous. As well, hell, I'll uh, be there. <laughs> Fuck, uh, I'm in Jesus Chrysler. <laughs> then buckle up from Jesus Chrysler. We'll be signing autographs. <laughs> I'll be at the signs. table with no line. If you need something that will depreciate instantly in value, <laughs> ask ask for Baco to sign it. Bring me anything. I'll sign it as the person you want. It doesn't even have to be <laughs> me. Bring me a Stephen King book. I'll write down Stephen King. He's an excellent forger. Yeah, you can, so, I'll, you can, whatever, it'll be a good time. Anyone who contributes a minimum of, of 20 bucks will be granted admission to the expo. I wonder who's running security there. You cannot come in. Did you pay 20? Um, we very much hope you'll be there. Anyone who contributes a minimum of 35 will be granted admission to the expo and receive a special edition Nashville Rock and Pod Expo shirt. Hmm, interesting. Um, if you're unable to join us, 
but would still like to help us fund the event. Contribute any amount you'd like, and thank you for your support. So, boom, people have have donated a lot. They mentioned one person's already donated two fifty. I don't know if you heard it on the uh, most recent podcast, but this, even me mentioning this, this shows how uh, loyal the audience is for these these podcasts. Well, I, I would um, I would even take it further, and it, it's it's an encouraging thing that that means a lot to me, and I'm not. People, I'm not joking here. The passion for it, the, the, how much they're yes. into it, because you really do have a nice wide array of different show topics. You know, uh, I mean, like you like you pointed out, the monkeys one. I mean, it's just good that there are still people that care about music so much that you know. I mean, and this is more the the geeky nerdy crowd. We know that we're part of it, but yeah, we can smell our own. Yeah, and it's just, and I, I really like the the tier system as far as like. Because you know, some of us have a little more money to spend than some others of us, and it, right, it, it's just it, it allows you to to contribute even just a little bit to help make a difference and get something that might be pretty cool off the ground, and, and maybe it can grow and become a bigger thing. This is you know, this is the first crack at it, and you know, I I really got to give it up to to Sinzak for kind of you know, uh, what do you call that? Uh, shit. I was Moxie. On, I was on a fucking roll there, and I got hung up on one word, like steerheading this thing. You know, just getting in front steerheading? of steerheading, steerheading, or spearheading. Let's go with spearheading. That sounds like what I was trying to say, but couldn't come <laughs> up with. My God, what time is it? It's not even three o'clock. No. Uh, but yeah, it because it, it is like you said, it's a lot of work, and uh, I, I can tell you this much too. I actually was talking to him, and just from my experience, oh, with, good with for you doing. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to him, and I actually said, you know, you might want to just think about next year and, and doing all this, the things up to it. And he's basically like, fuck that. We're doing it now. And I'm like, balls. He has the balls to stand on his own. I mean, unbelievable. So, yes, to, to whet your appetite mm. for this expo as well and to possibly, you know, there's certain things that will push you over to say, I want to contribute $35. Yeah, if you're not certain you want to go yet. Now, here's the thing. There's a rumor, it's been recommended by, by many, <laughs> that you and I might do a stand-up routine. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I read that somewhere, too. Yes, and uh, I don't think that's possible to do because it's Follow not like we're script. Che- we can, yeah, and, we can and barely have remember che- to mention the Cobra on fire every week. Uh, yeah, that would be, if you want to see, like, basically... Uh, that's going to go over like a bomb. I mean, that would be just amazing. There are There is editing on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> you can't. I can imagine up there and go hey, like, man. blah, 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 blah. You know what, Baco? Let's restart that joke again. You don't let them peek behind the curtain, Luz. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. It's all live. We, go, we start to finish, uh, never edit. So anyway, especially not the last episode. We didn't edit anything out <laughs> after we uh, released that, did we? No, no. I did all the editing. That was basically press start, press stop. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So we've gone on a little bit here, but we are going to mention that our own little fundraiser, we've had a Patreon contribution for about a year that I've actually kind of put on the wayside. And, you know, I think Patreon might be a little too complicated. Um, It is for me. So we're going to do a GoFundMe for for 450. And all we're looking to do is to cover those hosting costs. And we're going to give some incentives. So, yeah, this is episode 70, and, and Baku and I, you know, we have a passion for the music, just like we assume our listeners do, too. And, you know, 
um, we really appreciate anything you, you would contribute. So uh, basically, just think about like tipping your 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 DJs, and you go to get a cup of coffee. It's three bucks or whatever these days. So just just think about that, and if you can um, feel the need and, and feel compelled, um, just donate a couple bucks. You want me to kind of break down the levels here? Yeah, go for it. So starting at the five dollar level, Baco, why don't you tell our audience what they'll get? Well, again, with the 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 lower level stuff, you're really just helping us out with what you can, and we appreciate that. So yeah, just a satisfaction in knowing that you're, if you like the show, you're helping keep us going here, man. Um, you know, this is our side time away from our friends and family. Not that it's a sacrifice because our friends and family are horrible, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe especially we, Steve. Steve, especially is a dick. Steve. Fuck Steve. Ah, uh, but yeah. yeah, no. So it's it's more for that, you know. Yeah, and ten dollars. What do they get? More of the same. <laughs> Just the satisfaction of helping us out. But the next level, the fifteen dollar level. Tell them what they win, Baco. Well, your choice, uh, well, an MP3 download or a, a physical CD of uh, the Jesus Chrysler album, um, Make Bold Statements. And we figure we can't uh, give them away, so we might as well try selling them. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is your band. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah, I probably should have made that clear in case because we don't talk about it all the time. One of the best band names of all time. And $20, what do they get, Baco? They get every record we recorded, um, which includes our first kind of three debut EPs. Each one has seven songs on it. And then the record I just mentioned, and and again, uh, CD or MP3. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great reward. And just so you know, if you're not familiar with Jesus Christ, they're a straight-up rock band and by far the biggest uh, band in the St. Paul and uh, Minneapolis area named Jesus Chrysler. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tell you what, you'll get the MP3s quite... quicker. <laughs> but yeah, so anything you can contribute is really appreciated. Again, 5, 10, 15, 20, just if you can do it, we'll put the link on our Facebook page. And I think it's pretty much just like a one button, kind of like a PayPal deal versus signing up for a bunch of crap like Patreon is. So that is it for that. And I want to kick it off with some music that is inspired by a recommendation uh, for our latest interview, which was with Danko Jones. And he had he broke down a bunch of bands that he considers just pure rock bands, like The Biters was on his list. And that is the band with probably the worst name I've ever heard for a band, but a great band. I've listened to their album in full. Disturbed? Um, eh, I don't think that's the way. This band is called Audrey Horn. Now, do you understand <laughs> that reference? No. Okay, so Audrey Horn. First off, what do you think the band's going to be from that name? I'm. It gives me kind of a, a Blue Oyster Cult vibe for some reason. Really, I think of like a soul singer or something like that. You know, like Audrey Horn. Yeah, you but just... you hearing the whole story and knowing that it's not, it kind of like it has kind of a creepy sound to it. So okay. that's why I went there. So it is actually a reference to a character in the show Twin Peaks, which I never watched. So that's random. Huh. It's the name of one of the characters. But I don't remember which one that is. Neither do I. But So you did watch that, and you don't even know the name of it. So that's how obscure it is. And so they have an album it's called Pure... Hmm? Oh, you watch Okay. It's on Netflix, so, so if you want to catch up. Season one's great. Season two, check out. Thank you for the relevant information. <laughs> so, so the na- name of the album is... not relevant? Yeah. Because you're interrupting me. That's how it's not not relevant. So Pure <laughs> Pure Heavy is the name of the album. 
And the song I'm going to feature is Volcano Girl, and it's not a cover of the... Oh, Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. So, that was Volcano Girls. I, yes, that's the difference, is it's not plural. It's only about one girl. Like Produced a torpedo by Bob girl. Rock. Excuse me? Produced oh, by yes, Bob it was. Rock. Again, more relevant information because you're interrupting me. Mm-hmm. Nothing is relevant if you are stopping my flow. Anyway, here's Audrey Horn with the song Volcano Girl, recommended by Danko Jones. Why don't you break down 
the finest names in the music industry, the show that you saw last night. Moxtrosity 2017 uh, came to the Twin Cities at the First Avenue nightclub last night. Yeah, so it was Max Sabbath, which is a Black Sabbath and McDonald's restaurant mashup, basically. <laughs> yeah, I've, be- seen the, I've seen the, uh, the costumes. They actually came here. To Denver, and I remember, I remember I said I was going to go, and then I actually heard them live, and I was like, I don't think I want to go to this. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, we'll see if I convince you if that was a good or bad decision. But, yeah. Go they, ahead. They basically just played the songs uh, straight, but uh, they incorporate McDonald's products as themes. And then the, <laughs> um, it, it also had a band called Metalachi, which for some reason in my mind, I expected to see a metal band play mariachi music that's exactly what i would think is going to happen it is a mariachi band playing metal songs <laughs> which was much better i figured Mar- okay. i figured metalachi would burn out right away anyway then it was oakley dokley before them and that's a ned flanders uh themed uh hardcore nettle band as they call it <laughs> oh my god they all that's, dressed that's as ned flanders um <laughs> And then all their now they're the ones with the original music, uh, and 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 the lyrics are inspired by Ned Flanders quotes. And then the opening act was a band called Metalliger. Do you want to get right in with Metalliger? Please, let's start from there and, and go forward. And we real it, 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 uh, because you are such a uh, an eloquent speaker and, and writer. Even though this is not a visual podcast, I think it's still going to work. Continue. Okay. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, you don't often have a lot of nice things to say about me. <laughs> <laughs> now who's the big baby? Uh, Metallica, is this is the only show they're playing on this Moxtrosity tour. And wow. It, okay. It, it, it what, turned, what a privilege you had. Well, it turns out it's because they're a Minneapolis band. Okay. And they really don't play that often. <laughs> they were great. Oh, my God. And for people who don't know, Metallica is a mashup of Metallica and the comedian Gallagher. He's the guy who smashes watermelons with a mallet. What a nice way of saying, stick one up your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, quite quite a uh, uh, whatever you call it, a a hook or or a. or whatever for his career. And as you would suspect, um, alcohol was involved in the start of this band. Uh, and the name came before the uh, the actual product. Uh-huh. I mean, of course, in a situation like that, you have to work that way, right? You can't go, How God, I want to smash fruit and play Metallica songs. What should we call it? No, you, you come backwards. The band was great. They You know, they played the Metallica songs pretty much straight up. And as far as a Metallica cover band, they were they were very good. And but instead of being a four piece, they are a five piece. And the fifth member is Gallagher. Uh, <laughs> and n- now I got I got to jump in here. Yeah, See, yeah, I visualize yeah. I visualize uh, <laughs> they play Metallica, they play Enter Sandman or whatever. And at the end of it, just the, they just smash a watermelon at the ending of every song, or what do they do? Sort of, yeah. They they they, okay. they do a lot of the the fruit smashing and other stuff they smash during songs. Um, oh, and even during the middle of it, it's yeah. And he has like a super soaker that he sprays the crowd with and stuff. Uh, they, uh, 
I don't want to say this right. They they stuck with pretty much uh, Master Puppets in before era Metallica. And uh, the Gallagher guy, yeah, he dresses somewhat like McGa- uh, Gallagher. But, you suspenders? Know, yeah, he he's got suspenders, suspenders and, and he's got like the tight shirt and the weird pants, and he's got the, mm-hmm. the foxtail hanging out the back. Um, and But like I said, the band was very good in their spot-on recreation of, of Metallica. He was not, which I, but I would akin his uh, impression of Gallagher to our impression of, say, Eddie Trunk or Paul Stanley or Doc <laughs> McGee. So it, genius. Genius. Yeah, and, it was uh, not intended yeah. to be very good. He told okay, horrible jokes between songs, and then they'd kick into Metallica music. And he, he didn't spend long. He'd tell you, like, two really bad jokes, and then he'd get into it. And then at one point, they had Donald Trump come out. And Hulk Hogan come out, and Hulk and Donald Trump started making out. <laughs> this is just amazing. I mean, I, there's never any time that I think that 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 this this would be, become reality. I do have to say that this is probably you know I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here. It's probably the only band that for a concert they have to have two vans, and one of them is just full of five hundred dollars worth of fruit. What do you think? <laughs> you know, they, they uh, now think Costco or not Costco or Sam's Club, but more grocery store. Um, you know, the, the, the largest salsa you can buy in a grocery store, typically about a half gallon. Sure. They smashed one of those and that might have been the best smash. Uh, and they, they didn't have any watermelons. Maybe it wasn't in the budget. They stuck to can- was it, cantaloupe and muskmelon. A jar of organic? ranch dressing. Was it organic what? Or, organic. Was it organic? Oh no! This is definitely not from the organic section. I got hit by some mm. of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you felt could the taste pesticides. the pesticides. <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, <laughs> no, they were great. They may have been my favorite band of the day, just because you, you, they just kept you entertained. Also, they were only thirty minutes, so the joke didn't run too long. Oakley, Dokley, uh, th- I enjoyed them more than I thought they would. Because initially, I thought it was just. A long way to go to use the pun nettle core music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. But to be honest, seeing two Ned Flanders slam dance with each other was somewhat gratifying. <laughs> uh, they maybe played 10 minutes longer than I would have needed. The music was garbage, uh, but the uh, the interaction with the crowd was, was spot on. Again, a lot of fun. And are then, these bands? Are these really full bands? Are they are the same people in some of these bands? No, these are all full bands. Okay, I figured maybe they just kept changing costume with the same idea. Some of them. And Metalachia has been around. It sounds like a couple decades. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, they they were so much better than I anticipated. Uh, again, it was either them or Metallica that I liked the best. Uh, but they were playing covers the whole time. But they're doing it as a mariachi band. And they're a very talented mariachi band. I love you! Yeah. 
but they're also so funny to look at. Are they old dudes? Old dudes with like yeah, they're old Mexican dudes. Uh, And uh, and they're wearing oh, they had a road case. You know those metal road cases you see, you know, that had only sombreros in it. I got to see that while waiting for them to go on stage. You know, there's like a little staging area for us photographers. And I thought that was like pretty interesting. Is like you literally have an anvil road case for your fucking sombreros. But what else are you going to do with them? I mean, it's not like you can just lay them around or throw them in a duffel bag. No. You got to keep them nice. No, but the trumpet player was excellent. The violin player was awesome. The whole so band. So they played, they played basically guitar solos on trumpet and stuff like that, right? Um, that yeah, their... yeah. Trumpet and violin and... Awesome. Uh, I mean, hearing Anthrax uh, caught in a mosh by a mariachi band, it was uh, is a it's a revelation, Luce. It just, it, I, I can see that being pretty cool. Yeah, actually. it was fucking am- and they they close it with "Raining Blood" by Slayer. Oh my god, that's incredible! So they're just playing crazy. That's a, yeah, gotcha. and the 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 keyboard play or keyboard the 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 violin player had a, like a little uh, instrumental section where she did a medley, and she opened with "Eruption." Wow. It was it was not bad. I mean, the finger tapping part, she kind of that's where she switched into a different song, but yeah, it was fucking great, man. Uh highly recommend all those bands if you can see them especially together, which brings us to Max Sabbath. Here's a little number called Organic Funeral. Well, go look What's at the names. Pick, yeah. What's the names of all of them? Oh, I, the only that. one I have memorized is Ronald Osborne. Do you want me to pull him up? No, go ahead. Ronald Osborne. Ronald Osborne is Ronald McDonald uh, playing the role of Ozzy Osborne. Um, Tony Iommi is uh, Mayor McCheese with big, uh, basically those motorhead horns coming out of the the burger mouth. Uh, and it's this giant burger head, people. I mean, it's wider than his shoulders. You can find the pictures. Ah, right here. He's, yeah. His name is Slayer Mc, McCheese. Okay, Slayer McCheese. Um, and then uh, Grimace. What's the name of Grimace? Uh, Grim- Grimalus, which I don't even get that joke. Uh, well, Grimalus is the bass player, and then the Hamburglar is the drummer. Yeah, they call him the Cat Burglar. So Cat, uh, he wears Chris. Peter Chris makeup. Uh, they, uh, they were visually were the highlight of the evening. Um, a lot of fun, but to be honest, uh, it was a joke that got old very quick and it really lost interest with me anyway, a lot, lot sooner than the other ones. And they were the one that I was more interested in seeing, but I, it actually got to the point where I was like, I, I, I felt like this is almost like a, 
again, not disrespectful might be the wrong word, but it, it's just it's not really a proper way to talk about Black Sabbath when you're going to drag it out as your whole career. And and they had a they had a merch guy that I don't know if you saw my picture on Facebook, but he's dressed up like a fast food worker. That was great. Um, yeah, so they really go all out, but they literally steal the imagery of McDonald's and Black Sabbath plus Black Sabbath's actual music. As their whole shtick, but yet they're afraid to say uh, "shamrock shake" on stage for legal reasons. Yeah, it's a it's a bit ridiculous. So I I, I love the I saw all the pictures and I was going to see them, but I actually think it would be funnier if they didn't change all the lyrics because the lyrics are kind of lame. Like I think it would just be like just play Max. You might have a point there because I thought that was kind of like these these lyrics aren't that funny. No, they're not. So I was like, if they just played Kick-Ass, if they're just a great Black Sabbath cover band and they just dressed up ridiculous, I think I would have more fun with that. And that's why I opted not to see them after I saw some live stuff. But the other bands sound great. So that was a good recap, buddy. All right. Yeah, I, I would actually recommend anybody go to it. I think they were charging 10 bucks here, so it, it's not like an expensive night. Uh, you will be entertained. You know, lighten up, have a little fun. Don't take it too seriously. Would it be all I said? <laughs> How could you? How well, could you it, they make seriously? it impossible to take serious, but they are actually some pretty talented people up there. I didn't hear a bad performance, um, but whatever. Go go check out uh, Moxtrosity 2017. Done. All right, Baco. So let's get into your latest interview. And your trip back on the tour bus with Bubble Flex. <laughs> the Petri dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Needs a cleaner. Yeah, I got a, an email the day of the the, the interview that Sean wasn't going to do it because he was dealing with the flu and that it would, it would be Marty instead, which is fine with me. The questions kind of relate to the band, not, not Sean specifically, but... Turned out he was sick too, so yeah, it kind of felt. Uh, I I, want, I washed my hands right afterwards, not because of anything that happened on there, but because I I just felt like I was getting sick being around all these sick people. <laughs> but yeah, you 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 definitely got in there with some industry questions. I like that, and you know, we uh, one of these one of these interviews where we're just going to get down and dirty with all the the. Uh, I guess the underbelly of the the industry. I think we've we've kind of touched on it, but we just haven't dug in as deep as I would like to with somebody. We definitely got some good stuff. Sure. And, uh, I and I also like the the disturbed question that was great. Yeah, I I'm still that. can't get a member of that band to talk shit about disturbed. But I'm going to ke- stealing. I'm going to ch- keep Go trying. I'm going to keep trying. Yeah. I would say yeah. just for sucking. <laughs> And we won't we won't ruin it, but you also got another contributor towards one of your causes at the end. Yes, yes, indeed, uh, more support that much needed. Remember, rock's not dead; it's hiding, and you found it. And if you're Boba Flex, you're avoiding loose cannon at all costs, which seems reasonable. <laughs> The uh, uh, legendary uh, guitarist singer from uh, <laughs> a Bubble Flex, Marty McCoy. Do you like legendary or mythical? Uh, either one. I'm, different interviews. We'll use them. We'll you, spread them around. You're you're around too often to be a myth, though. I suppose that's true. Yeah. Tour too much. Yeah. Um, are you excited to hear uh, Disturbed do a cover of Hey You? Uh, I think they're gonna <laughs> knock it out of the park. <laughs> That's funny. That's it? <laughs> no, I think I'm they're going to knock it right out of the park. Yeah, okay. 
Well, you're not feeling too good. Uh, apparently, uh, you guys are all getting sick and passing it around. Yeah, my brother got sick, and then I got it. And uh, who are you not, giving it to? Probably Merrick. <laughs> probably the bus driver. Hopefully nobody. Hopefully these guys' immune systems are stronger than mine and my brother's this month anyway. Oh, God. I mean, this has got to be something that happens somewhat typically on tours. Um, it seems like it's happening more and more. Like, I used to tour all the time and not get sick. And then, yeah, I was just talking to my girl. She's like, man, the last couple tours you got sick on. Talk about it. Yeah. Like I, I think the last time I got sick was El Nino in January last year, which that's that's a long time ago. It was a year ago. That's not bad. Yeah, everybody. Well, yeah, actually, the last time we we talked, uh, you were feeling a little under the weather. You're just coming out of it, though. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I heard you puked off the stage at or something like that. the back bar, and that's uh, yeah, the back bar had a horrible time at the back bar, and then right when we were playing the back bar again this time, I was like, you gotta be. Sure. <laughs> I woke up with the chills and everything. I was like, no fucking way. Is that just a day or two ago, or? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The back bar was sold out, and then lacrosse last night was sold out. Uh, a lot of the shows have been sold out. It's been a really good tour. Cool. Just sucks when you're sick. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's still starting awesome. to fill in early, but uh, look like I wasn't doing too bad. Like, like I said, this, I've never come to a show here yet. So, yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, well, going back to Hey You, uh, you guys kind of did more of a radio push on that right out of the gate. We did, yeah. Uh, yeah. What was, uh, I mean, why why radio and only, not no streaming, no downloads right off the bat? Uh, just to force people at radio. Yeah. Um, to kind of subliminally force them to, like, if you want to hear it, you got to call your radio station and. And that'd be, you know, Pink Floyd, if you if you do the song well, mm-hmm. which I think we did. I mean, the program directors are my age or older. They're going to be like, hell yeah, and play it. So right. It was kind of like, uh, was, you know, Disturbed won a Grammy for Sound of Silence, or got nominated for a Grammy for Sound of Silence. So we decided, you know, we'd always wanted to do Hey You, and we thought, well, now's the time. It seems like a perfect time. Sure. No, I, I, I've heard it, and I love it, but... Uh... How, how was the radio reaction to it? Um, pretty good so far. We just started, and, and we picked up quite a few stations, and it's, like, number one in Columbus and uh, a couple other places. It's rising right, right up the charts. So, I mean, you get a little bit of a little bit of resistance from certain radio stations, which you always do. Bobaflex always does anyway. But, but uh, a lot of the places are, are welcoming us with open arms, and that's a good feeling. Was it a song you'd actually worked on for a while? or? Yeah, yeah, we had talked about it for a while. Once, like I said, the, it all came from the Disturbed thing. Once they did Sound of Silence, it's like we have to... That song did really well for us. And yeah. the fact that they did it, it brought a lot of attention back to our version. Uh, yeah. And it, it was just like, you know what, it's time for us to it's time for us to move on and, and do something different. You know, um, They've made it their own, and, and and now, we got, you know, we have to do something else. And, and not, not to draw a line in the sand or, or put you in a bad position, but I, I know from some of us that, that were more familiar with your version first, uh, there was, you know, almost disappointment that, that it happened, you know, because it was like, you know, you got a band that's basically already established, and now they're kind of taking something. Uh, and that's coming from, kind of from a fan's perspective. You know, you guys are probably a little more, uh, I don't know, amp, uh, open about it, but. Uh, I don't know if that's the case. I think maybe when you do covers and stuff, you look around and see who did them and who didn't do them. And, and they kind of went after your style on it. That's my. That's just my take. All right, I'll let you have it. All right. <laughs> I don't think they made it their own as much, but uh, you also mentioned uh, it is getting a digital release, right? Yes. Uh, is that when is that happening? The twenty fourth. Twenty fourth. Okay. Twenty fourth of this month. It's going to be. You can pre-order it right now, but it's, it'll be available on iTunes and everything on the twenty fourth. Don't know how long we're going to keep it off the streaming sites and stuff. Um, that's just the way it works now. Anyway, it's mm. like, streaming's just the way it works. Yeah, so and kind of want to just kind of, you know, 
I say this a lot, but we got to find a way to get more money to the artists out of streaming, right? Yeah. Because the money seems to be there, and the only people that aren't getting it are the, the artists. Yeah. Typical music industry. I well, mean, at least with radio, it seemed like there was a little bit more of a kickback, and you know, yeah. uh, you could make a living. You know, like the, well, a lot uh, of things happen because of radio. You know, you sell out your clubs. You, yeah. Yeah. You sell albums, all that kind of stuff. Now people aren't buying albums anymore. I mean, certain people are. And, well, and, but if they're switching to streaming, that revenue still exists, basically. It does. It's just not, you know. That's what I heard. I heard streaming made over a billion some dollars last year. And the artist didn't get hardly any of it. You know who Desmond Child is, I assume. Oh, absolutely. I, I hear that he, he told a story about streaming that I love. Uh, well, not love, but it, it'll always sticks with me. You know, and he wrote with all the songs of Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just pick one, because I can't remember which one he said. Wanted Dead or Alive or whatever. Yeah. Uh, six million streams. Uh, he got a check. or There was like a check. 1200 bucks or something. Less than that. It was $120 to split between him, Bon Jovi, and Sam Bora. Oh, my God. And it's just, you know, now they don't need the money, but, you know, when you look at that, when it's like when that much is getting diluted that far i mean how does that hit a band like you i it's all about the events now yeah. it used to be you you know you did a tour to support a record now you do a record to support a tour uh, it's all you know it's always been changing you know i remember mm-hmm. when uh you know what was it the metallic and those guys flipped out about what was the napster yeah everyone thought what a bunch of pricks they were right they were totally right do you do you think anything could have been done though i mean i've heard yeah. a lot of talk about the record industry botched i'm just not sure no, what would have ever stopped this this almost seems you know what I, I always say is you know there used to be a bunch of lamp oil salesmen that were rich and then electricity came along and as much as you wanted to fight and keep your lamp oil mm. the top. <laughs> things do change. Yeah, no, dude, this is the way it works. Yeah. That's what I always said. I was like, you know what? There used to be a lot of different things that people used to be rich and powerful and, and things change and, and that's just the way it works. And you figure out how to how to stay, you know, ahead of the curve or at least you know at least relevant in the times and, and I like I said, I think there's still bands out there selling a million records and there's still bands that that you know, because of their songs and stuff, are selling out massive clubs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's that's where it's at. Is that live connection with people? I mean, it's yeah. always been there, and, and now it's coming back around to that. And it's starting to work really well for us. Like we started concentrating on on the promotions and the, and the touring and, and letting people know we were coming to town and and, and keeping you know content out there and, and staying relevant. And it's really working. This this tour, we're just like blown away. All these shows are sold out. That's encouraging because you know. I grew up more with the arena kind of thing, oh, you know, yeah. as a teenager and stuff. Me too. Me I, as well. But now, you know, there's like a, you know, I, I, I talked to you a couple years ago. I won't go into the bands, but you know, there's this new movement of like newer bands for me now. So you know, even as a fan, I get more of a connection in a club. Absolutely. Uh, I, it sounds better. You can see better. Almost everything is better. About the bathrooms it. are closer. Yeah. Yeah. The lines are sometimes a little longer. You know. The drinks are cheaper. But, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I saw that we saw the Foo Fighters in their last tour. Um, and you know, D- Dave Grohl was, had that broken leg and had that weird throne. Yeah. And that he's still put on an amazing show. Oh, he's amazing. Uh, uh, what Green Day just did a club tour. Really? Yeah, the, it wasn't very. I mean, it was like twelve hundred seaters just did a, a crazy club. It'd tour. be a great band for that. Oh man, uh, a friend of mine got to see him in Columbus and take the photos and stuff. So it was amazing. Said so it was just. He's like, you know, it's your heroes, and right there they are. Yeah. Can't get away from them. You remember so, Kiss did that in the 90s. As I yeah. would have loved to have seen that. Kiss, I remember Korn did some stuff like that. We yeah, went to some smaller, smaller shows. I mean, 
you know, you always want to get to that area where you're playing in front of, you know, 20,000 people. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you, you miss the intimate clubs where you're up on top of people and, and you can see people's facial expressions and you can hear them yelling songs. And, so, I mean, either way, I'd like to play a bus. Sold out clubs, sold out stadiums. <laughs> I mean, either way. People excited is really all you need, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, hey, you know, on a side note, I stumbled across uh, at a used record store. Uh, what were the, shit, what are your... Primitive Epic oh, and yeah, yeah. Apologize uh, for Nothing. Apologize for Nothing. So I bought those. You guys, had, I had never heard them. They're the only ones I haven't heard. Really? You really were developing. You, you kind of hit your stride as you, with your current song, like Charlotte's Web, I would yeah, say. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But you had a pretty crazy look on one of those two CDs. I don't remember which one it was. Both <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah. had some dumb hair. <laughs> I remember, like, just, I would go back and watch the home video and a couple different things like that. And I'm like, why did you let me have my hair like that? Uh, yeah. I'm mad at friends. It's a process, <laughs> Marty. You gotta, it is. It is. It was the uh, it was the early '90s, early or it was the late '90s, early 2000s, and and looking like a dude in a rock band. <laughs> you were called '80s metal douche or whatever. You know, you had to look like you had to have the crazy bug eyes, and the, everybody had their hair braided yeah. and stuck up in the air. It's just like if you didn't look like that, man, you were ostracized as a as an '80s metal tool bag. And <laughs> once I got older, I was like, I don't care. That's the way I dress. That's the way I've always dressed, and this is what it's, it's going to be. If it works for you, that's yeah. People's like, why do you wear those skinny jeans? I'm like, the 1990s are the only time that people wore clothes that didn't fit them. That's it. It's the only time that people wore clothes point. that they had to constantly pull up. And when a dude that weighs 130 pounds is wearing an extra large T-shirt, that is not. Hey, do you really wear a is. small size T-shirt? Absolutely. That's a small right no, there. This is a medium. And it's okay. Like a dress. It's like a dress. He says, "Look at that." Yeah. Oh, I fucking hey, I forgot to. I brought. I bought you guys some shirts. Oh, did you really? I didn't bring them. That's all right. <laughs> I'll FedEx them to somebody who tour stops, been, or I'll it's take been you next time. Quite day. an interesting tour. Did though. you get uh, some clothes? I hope. I did, uh, I okay. Did. He brought me a bunch of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The worst part, this whole thing, is we uh, went to. Or with 92X, uh, and uh, they took us out to. We got to go do bowling with Boba Flex and all this fun stuff, and it was great. So then they took us to another place where we could ride go karts and do laser tag in this big indoor action city place. Well, right when I was getting ready to leave, my bass player Jimmy's like, "Come on, come on, let's go on the trampoline with me. Go on the trampoline with me." I was like, "Okay, that sounds like fun." We bounced on the trampoline for about an hour. Right at the end, I was like, I'll, "I can do a front flip." And I did. I did a complete front flip, landed on my legs, and my elbow and knee jammed into my ribs so hard. I don't know if it broke, bruised, or cracked, but it hurt so fucking bad. And then, on top of having the flu and coughing every five seconds. Oh, that's got to help, right? Oh my God. I'm just like, really? You have no business being. I'm going to pay extra attention tonight, see how. Oh, it's been. It's been one of those, uh, one of those tours. It was like you could have. It's all my fault. I could have not got on the trampoline. <laughs> well, what fun is that? Then you wouldn't be able to tell us about it. I have no business being on that, doing that shit. <coughs> oh God, it's awful. <laughs> this is great. Um, you you mentioned the Grammys a little bit with Disturb getting nominated. Yep. I assume you heard about this whole mess with Metallica's mic not going on, Megadeth that. going up to a Metallica song. Oh my gosh. Um, they have a history of kind of botching hard rock and metal, and I'm kind of at the point where they should just just stop. Don't even try. What do you think? It's like okay, if you work at the Grammys. You don't know, and it's your job to play the intro music, and you don't know the difference between Megadeth and Metallica. I mean, what do you even say about that? Even if you've never heard of them, and you can't Google it. Right. 
It's like you're a fucking. Idiot. It, it almost seems like they do it on purpose. I, I don't. I doubt they do, but it just it feels that way. They just show such a lack of respect for the genre. I mean, uh, it's such a lack of respect, especially Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine finally gets a Grammy. He deserves one. He's mm-hmm. fucking amazing, amazing musician, and and they play a Metallica song. It's like I mean, it's almost comical. It's almost like yeah, with the history of that band and everything. Uh, and not, look, he handled it great, but yeah. It's just, I mean, is that's what you did. You had one job, and you played Metallica <laughs> when it was Megadeth, and you don't even fucking know any better. And it's totally, I mean, it's ridiculous. Well said. Yeah, it was just like, come on, guys. And then his mic not being on. And, I don't know. Of course, Lady Gaga's mic was on, which I like Lady Gaga. I thought her Super Bowl performance was outrageously awesome. You didn't? I don't like her. Why? I just don't like her. I thought she was awesome. Was, I've always liked her in the Super Bowl thing where she just jumps off at the end. See you later. I was like, that was totally awesome. She seems like a talented person, but talented uh, person, yeah. I don't, for me, I, I didn't care for the idea even of the, her with Metallica. And, and I thought she did fine. Yeah, I didn't but, really, yeah. But it just, it, everybody acted like, it's like, well, you clearly have no idea what you're talking about. If you think that was amazing, it's just, nah. just she's good at what she does. Just go do that. I don't, she's really good. Um, I remember when Limp Biscuit and Christina Aguilera did that at one time at the Grammys and that was the end of Limp Bizkit's career. <laughs> That's not going to happen to Metallica. Didn't, but Didn't seem to hurt Christina. I mean, my thing too is Metallica, the dudes are, you know, they're older and they can do whatever the shit they want. They yeah. don't care anymore. Well, they were into it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, if they're into it, I'm into it. You know what I mean? They're not 19 years old and have to stay true to everything and, and drink Mm. Gasoline I, and you know, metal fans with. seem to have a hard time like having more than an opinion about stuff like that. Like, I, I would have said nah to it, but go do it. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. I don't care for what Kiss is doing now. But honestly, just what's Kiss doing now? Well, know? just like the, the two guys dressed as Ace and Peter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh, I'm not a fan of that. I just, but that's why I don't buy the tickets. That's it. Yeah. Just let it go. I mean, don't get so... Move on. Find a Boba Flex or somebody else right, to follow right, around right. the country. Or and... just... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I said, change happens. It'd be great if nothing changed, but that's not the way it works. Give it a chance. Maybe you'll like it, too. You know, I, I did watch it. You know, it's not like uh, I turned it off. But... Yeah, I'm the biggest Paul fan, so as long as Paul's there, I'm in. <laughs> you don't think he's kind of turned into a grumpy old man? Uh, he is an old man. He's, he's how old? Like 60s? He's huh? in the mid-60s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like 49, I think he was born. See, I'm really, I can go deep on Kiss if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, January 20th is his birthday. Right. It's also Inauguration Day every four years. But Do you want to keep going on dates now? It's up to you. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, my God. Uh, if, if I remember right, I, this, correct me if I'm wrong, you have a cat? Two cats. Two cats. What are their names? Uh, Winky and Pat. <laughs> Who's taking care of them when you're like? Uh, a... My lady's at home. Okay. Yeah, she. Uh, we're the crazy cat people. Yeah. We just had a cat pass away, and I literally flew home from tour. Uh, believe it or not, I can understand that. Yeah, that's how crazy I am about these cats. I flew home from tour and got to see her before she passed away, and it was awesome and awful all at the same time. But yeah, that's how crazy I am. How old is it? Uh, the oldest one's like 20. 20. No, the one that passed? She was 21, too. Okay, so like 20, 21. That's a pretty long stretch. Yours the whole time, or gee? Yeah, okay. yeah, and then we have uh, a boy that's a main king that's like this big. Oh, boy. He has one eye. Oh, that must be when I saw the picture. Yeah, of. he's just so hilarious. 
like, I just, I got a tattoo of him on my arm. And everything. <laughs> it's like, this cat's amazing. He talks all day. And he's like attached to my, like, if I call my girl, he'll lay and try to push the phone out of her hand. And he's jealous. It's hilarious. Like, he'll get in the shower with her. He's like attached awesome. to her. Yeah. So I love, yeah. Um, cats are awesome. I mean, I like dogs too. I like all yeah, pets are amazing, yeah, but. Uh... We're cat people too, but I I had dogs growing up and me just... too. I love them all. I gotta have a, you know some kind of some kind of animal in my life. Uh, touching on kiss a little bit. Do I also have your? Because I've got it from Sean already. Oh yeah. Do I have your support on the band remaking the current band remaking Kiss Me of the Phantom of the Park? Okay. I have a petition going. Kiss themselves don't redo. Yeah, them. I want them as they are now. And I want like someone like Seth MacFarlane to write the script. Oh uh, my god! I remember getting that movie, even being a kid and watching it. I was excited. I was like, "This is awful." <laughs> I had such a different reaction. Did you really? Oh, I saw it when I was eight. Right. And then I think I recorded it on on network like television, like eleven o'clock on a Saturday, in '85. And I probably watched it. It was the only movie I owned. Yeah, yeah. So I watched it. I don't know. I've I've had to see it at least a hundred times. Oh my gosh! Really? Mm-hmm. It is horrible, don't get me wrong, yeah, but I love yeah. it. But that, I think they should just do something, but have fun with it. They, they act so embarrassed with it. But I literally would love to see them now with like someone who actually wrote an intentionally funny script. And actually, yeah, because uh, it wasn't supposed to be funny. No. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, people still watched it. It was a success. I, it's not. It's been less than a year since I've seen it last. Wow. <laughs> Have you got? As uh, Sean claims that he makes you guys watch that Dolly Parton Sylvester Stallone movie. Yeah. You seen it on this tour yet? No. Okay. He loves it. Uh, that and Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Well, let's see Buck Rogers. I can get a little more. He gets excited. Seems you know, a little more obvious. But. Yeah. I wonder what Buck's doing today. I was like, oh no. But yeah, have you ever seen Rhinestone? Yeah. It's it's, it's not good. No, it's. <laughs> no. I can't believe that anybody sat through it twice. Oh God, he's he watches it all the time. What other movies that he's always bringing up that are horrible? I can't even remember. Rhinestone is a is a good one though. Yeah. Like I can't believe that people during the filming of that they'd say, ah, let's just shut it down. It might be hard to find, but I would recommend a movie called Monstered. If you could ever find it, and it's, a, it's about some kind of—it's almost like a like a spy, like a uh, incredible Hulk kind of thing, but it, it's more like shit. Oh, I know. And this guy turns into a big turd and terrorizes. Have you seen it by yes, chance? I have. Yep. Uh, shit trail everywhere. Yeah, it's I thought it was—I thought it was brilliant. Uh, well, why don't you give me a taste of what you're listening to lately? Any new music that's on your radar? You turned me on to Wilson. Uh, Wilson's pretty awesome. What I've been listening to lately, um, I haven't been listening to anything lately. I've been laying in my bunk, shivering, sure. and sweating. Uh, my girlfriend's obsessed with Ghost, so I'm about at my wits end. I love him, but I'm about at my wits end with that. Uh, nothing really. Been writing and, and uh, recording ourselves. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. I've seen some of the Instagram posts of you guys in the studio. Is that for an album? Yeah, yeah. Um, any idea when we can uh, expect it? Looking like June. Like, hey, you'll be the first single off of it. We're doing things different now. We're instead of going into the studio and spending fifty grand all in one shot, we're just kind of slowly doing it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you'll be the first one. Then we'll release another single, and then by the time that all runs its course, then the album will come out. Okay. But they're all the same part of everything. It's just we're just doing a little bit. Like I said, it's easier on us as far as producing it ourselves and 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 cash wise and everything. It's just a little more laid back this way. So we can, you know, we can get a song done and, and spend a week and a half with everybody listening to it and go, oh, I think we should change this, I think we should change that. Oh, stuff. I got you. 
Sure. Uh, how far into it did you say you are? About six songs. Okay. Yeah, about six songs. Have you started tossing around working album titles? Uh, yeah, yeah, we have. Can I get a taste? I had a crazy idea. I don't know if anyone likes it or not. Um, usually, my brother names the albums. He's really good at it. Uh, I, I can't really say yet. I can't. I can really, really use the scoop, Marty. <laughs> Tipple throughout all you can eat. <laughs> so the album's gonna be called All You Can Eat, is what I'm hearing, and you've heard it here. I doubt that, but yeah. You ever thought about auctioning off the album title? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, what uh, Wu Tang? They sold the one record you, to the oh, guy. That, yeah, the the douchey guy. But guy what, made the maybe you guys should do that. Just, just record it, but only let one person have it and just auction it. Uh, it was, I bet it's a great record. <laughs> what did he spend on it? Two million, I think. Yeah, I've never seen a picture of him holding it. <laughs> did he get a jail? Did he get a prison or something? Yeah, I'm sure he's out on bond. Uh, but. <laughs> what, what did he go to prison for? Oh shit! Uh, fraud or some kind of fraud. Yeah, he yeah. hey, he went to prison for having a shitty face. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I did this to the people that need medication. What do you think? And thought that he was going to be celebrated. Yeah. What an ass. Oh, well, getting back to you guys. <laughs> no, but yeah, auction Sorry. off the album title. That's not, um, that's not a bad idea. Uh, you, you get booked around quite a bit. Uh, I'm wrapping it up here, by the way. I know you're not feeling good, so I appreciate your time. Oh, no worries. But I just wanted to, uh, you guys used to play at POVs, and I know the, uh, the one of the guys that works here on a daily basis was also kind of the sound engineer there oh, for, yeah. for okay. the local band. used to do the Rock and Maplewoods. So yeah, that okay. Awesome place. That's something else now, too. And it's Majestic or something. It's called Dog Pound or something like that. That was a really cool place. Yeah. Um, and then the Caboose last summer, but... Yeah, that was a cool place, too. Yeah. Uh, the stage is kind of goofy there. It's not on the, on the yeah. skinny end, but uh, just I'm just curious. You get kind of the same people booking you locally here? How does that work? Um, we just got a new agent that's uh, actually kicking ass. Yeah, you know, Fawn was telling us that, actually. She yeah, um, that's always been the missing. Like, we've had good agents and then, or had shitty management. Now we have great management and a great agent, which is, oh, God, it's a night and day difference. So he's he's grabbing a lot of really cool people. And, and we know a lot, like, the people that we trust and that we've toured with for years. Right. We're like, you got to use this guy. And then when we get into other areas, he'll tell us, you know, this guy's better, this guy's better. Um, so, yeah, we're just kind of making our putting our books together and this is our guy here this is your guy here our new agent's kicking ass excellent she's awesome it doesn't happen usually do you get any odd requests from fans as far as well just any I guess you could, I was gonna go with like what you play but uh, as far as songs go well let's say anything oh god um it's been pretty cool um the other night at the back bar there was a dude just wrecked on fucking meth or something he kept coming up on the bus. We had the door locked and he kept beating on the door and coming up on the bus like he owned the place. And that's been about it. We we're like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. It's like, dude, I just woke up and you're like on fucking 12, <laughs> screaming, yelling, and party, party. He kept showing me this text message like 40 times. So other than that, our fans are awesome. But every now and then you get a wild, a wild Adderall head that is, is jacked up <laughs> too early. Yeah. But uh, yeah, our fans are pretty awesome. On this tour, like I, I lost my suitcase, and people have been bringing me clothes, and the guy brought me a suitcase, and and they've been bringing us food, and, and we just got a new fridge. Oh, look how nice that fridge is. Yeah. And we haven't. I mean, our fans have been bringing us. It's just been amazing. It's really humbling. This is the same that you were on last summer, right? Yeah. You had a giant thing, a gallon of uh, 
<laughs> spicy mustard from some brat fest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you go through all of it? Or? We did. We did. Oh my lord, the fire hole must have been. It, it, it wasn't. It, uh, do you have to like make extra stops because you don't want to shit in the this thing? Can't or? shit in here. Yeah. I mean, you could shit in here. You wouldn't want to travel down the road with no I, shit underneath it. I heard it. What's it called? Monsterd. Monsterd. <laughs> I mean, you can shit in your RVs and the tour buses, but you don't want to. So that's a rule, no pooping. Well, anything else you want the people all around the world that are going to be tuning in and listening to this to know? Uh, <laughs> new record's going to kick ass. Come out and see us. Uh, things have been going great. Thank you very much for all your support and all your love, and it means a lot. And, and thanks for the shirts. Right on. Bury me with my It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.